What's going on, guys? My name is Brian Sanchez, and welcome to the NFL Rundown. Today, I'm going to do something that I never thought I would do as a fan of an NFL team. I'm going to make an argument for another team that in the long run would not be in the best interest of my own team. It's a little roundabout way of saying that, but bear with me. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Before we get into that, just want a quick reminder. Uh, first of all, thank you for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate it. We've had uh, a lot of folks jump on. I've uh, been looking at uh, some stuff. Had some folks following us on Twitter. Thank you so much for that. Uh, if you want to get at us on the show, you want to yell at me, tell me I'm stupid or something like that, please, by all means, go for it. I'm at the NFLRD on Twitter. Uh, and of course, you can always follow and listen to the podcast. It's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and of course, on the website at signalpointmedia.com. All right, 2020, I think, is really starting to take a toll on some people's cognitive abilities. I really, really do. Um, I listen to a lot of talk radio, mostly NFL stuff. I follow a lot of really good, smart people. There's people that I trust in the industry uh, their opinions matter. They always have really insightful takes on things. Uh, but over the past couple of days, there's been a few people that have said something that I really am starting to wonder what they're seeing that I'm not because I cannot buy into this idea at all. And this is what I was talking about at the very beginning there. I'm going to make a case for something that's going to, in the long run, be a bad thing for my bucks. Because if we follow these folks' advice, I think it would be a fantastic thing for Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that is regarding Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. Over the past few days, I've been hearing a lot of folks saying that the New Orleans offense is struggling and lackluster and there's something wrong with it. Because they lost one game on Monday night to the Raiders, a team that actually looked pretty decent. I'm not going to lie. So what's their solution that they're suggesting? Jameis Winston. Are you kidding me? The, the first person that I saw say, uh, say this, uh, I saw it on Twitter. I, I follow her. I have the utmost respect for Mina Kimes. I love your show. You have great insight, and I, I really feel like the tweet that she put out, it just said Jameis, dot, 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 and then in, in like quotations, I believe it was, it says, whispers. And I think she maybe was just saying that to kind of stir the pot a little bit. I can't imagine that she wholeheartedly believes that Jameis Winston is the better option for the New Orleans Saints right now. Um, but then I heard... Mike Greenberg talking about it on the show yesterday, and they talked about it again on Get Up this morning on ESPN. And people are starting to buy into this idea that Jameis Winston might be a better option for the New Orleans Saints right now than Drew Brees. And look, the Bucks fan in me that got to firsthand see the entire five-year experiment, right? Five years that was the Jameis Winston era in Tampa? There's a big, big part of me that says, yes, please do it. 
Because I know what you're going to get with Jameis Winston. You're going to get the hope and the energy for sure. Absolutely. But you're also going to get massive turnovers in the worst possible times to do them. And you're going to set your defense up for failure with short fields every other possession. I was going to try and compare uh, career stats between Drew Brees and Jameis Winston, but really, I looked into it, and in about 10 seconds, you know, I realized it's not a fair comparison to just look at numbers between the two and to make your case there, because Drew Brees has been in the league for 100 years. Uh, Jameis Winston's been, you know, in the league for five, and yeah, Early early years there, you know, the Bucks were the number one overall pick for a reason, so he didn't really have great teams around him. But in the five years that he was the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he did not improve. The biggest drawback on him coming out of college was the interceptions. He would turn the ball over at an alarming rate, and we got firsthand, like, proof that it didn't get any better because pretty much every single year, it was getting worse and it really hit the, like the, the ceiling last year with the 30 interceptions and nine fumbles career stats for Jameis Winston over five years. It's 72 games that he's played in. This is according to ESPN 72 games that Jameis Winston has played in. He's thrown for 121 touchdowns. He has 88 interceptions, 31 fumbles. Uh, That is 119 total turnovers. Almost just as many touchdowns as turnovers. 19,737 yards. He's been sacked 169 times with a career passer rating of 86.9. And this is the guy that you guys want to bench Hall of Famer, Drew Brees for. I don't buy it. This can't, this can't be real. People can't honestly think that this is the right move for the New Orleans Saints. If you do think it's the right move for the New Orleans Saints, please let me know. Again, at the NFLRD on Twitter. Please tell me what you guys see that I don't. But this is what Jameis Winston does. Jameis Winston, you... You start to fall in love with 33 touchdowns that he threw last year and the 5,000 passing yards that he threw last year. And you think to yourself, well, maybe I can fix him. Maybe I, maybe our coach can fix him. You know, maybe that's the Jameis Winston effect. He gives you hope. And at the worst possible time, he reaffirms the fact that he's a turnover machine. He makes bad decisions. And it's going to set your defense up for failure. I think I would rather have had a situation where the Bucks were still searching for a quarterback than to have my heart broken every single year by Jameis Winston's good games. Because he did have a couple. But he would inevitably throw an interception or two, even in those games, and make it look like, okay, well, maybe he's improving. Maybe, you know, this game. But the moment they started falling behind, the moment that he had to stay calm, 
and be methodical and just work the ball to Mike Evans or whoever it was, he inevitably would start running around and try to force a huge play down the field and throw an interception. Easy, ugly interceptions, really, over and over and over again. That is the narrative. That is who Jameis Winston is. To the folks saying that New Orleans' offense is lethargic and it's not going to work this year, they obviously didn't watch the game against the Bucs in week one, where while they were not lighting it up like crazy, working that screen to Alvin Kamara was incredibly effective. Michael Thomas, when he was in the game, was effective, was drawing defenders over towards him. It's a scheme thing. And yes, I know Drew Brees is 41 years old and father time gets everyone eventually. But over the course of the year, I think Drew Brees will have more good games than a poor outing when he's missing Michael Thomas on the road early in the season. Again, I've said it multiple times on this show that early in the season, offenses I think are going to struggle at times. It takes time. It takes repetitions. It takes practice in order to get those long down the field throws, timing, that kind of thing, chemistry. And you're just not going to see a ton of that from a lot of guys early in the season. So just because they're not working a huge long ball against Las Vegas when Michael Thomas is out does not mean that the sky is falling in New Orleans. I've gone 10 minutes on this. This is crazy. You guys can tell that I'm fired up on this one. Again, let me know what you guys think. Do you guys really think Jameis Winston is the answer in New Orleans? Uh, Taysom Hill, of course, you know, is another guy that they have there. And a lot of people think that maybe he is the uh, successor to Drew Brees once he retires. Maybe that's an option, but... I think those are two different scenarios, and 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 I I just don't know. I the, the name that I keep hearing right now is is to put Jameis Winston in, and for the life of me, I can't understand why people are actually saying that. But again, I never thought I'd be making a case for the New Orleans Saints to do that, and and saying, hey, this is your better option. Please do this when you could have a turnover machine there, because I would absolutely love that. It would make life on my Buccaneers a whole lot easier if Jameis Winston was out there throwing 30 interceptions. Again, let me know on Twitter, at the NFLRD. All right, it is Wednesday. So typically on Wednesdays, we would go down the standings and kind of uh, look and evaluate what's going on. But again, early on in the season, standings don't really mean a whole lot. So uh, I went a little long on the Jameis Winston rant there. So I'm, I'm probably just going to skip that for this week. Uh, we'll go next week after three games. You start to see some standings shake out a bit. So we'll we'll save the standing talks for next week. Uh, and then on Friday, coming up on Friday, we're going to preview some huge games this weekend. Uh, really excited about a lot of stuff. Injuries have decimated a handful of teams. I feel so bad for the Giants losing Saquon Barkley. Uh, you know, the, the, the Panthers losing Alvin Kamara. Not Alvin Kamara. Uh, Christian McCaffrey for a little while there. Uh, he's going to have uh, an ankle situation lingering, it seems like. Uh, just so many injuries, San Francisco. Uh, it's 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 been brutal. Uh, but there are still some fantastic games coming up this weekend. Uh, and it will all be capped off on Monday with the biggest matchup. I'm so excited. I might be more excited to watch that game between the Chiefs and the Ravens than I am to watch my Bucks play Denver on Sunday. I am really excited. Really excited. Cannot wait. Again, we picked 
the Baltimore Ravens to win the Super Bowl this year. This could definitely be a preview of the uh, AFC Championship game, and we'll get into that on Friday. Uh, so thank you so much for listening to the podcast again. I'm going to say it again, at Twitter, uh, I am at the NFLRD. Let me know what you guys think about Jameis Winston, Drew Brees, the New Orleans Saints, or anything else you guys want to talk about. You know, have, have I been critical of your team? Uh, Cleveland, maybe. Uh, you know, I, who knows? Let me know down in the comments uh, on the website or, again, at Twitter. I'm at the NFLRD. I'm going to get out of here. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We'll see you guys around. And as always, one love. Thank you.